Now, through the miracles of modern technology, Zany Worldwide Banner featuring Tom, Michelle, and Jim in an on-topic, off-topic free-for-all. Welcome to the Gun Talk After Show. It's the After Show where we gather together to talk about the things that nobody was brave enough to talk about when we did the broadcast show, because <laughs> nobody could kick us off the air with this one. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Kenzie over there, Michelle Cleland over there. That's right. And in this corner. <laughs> so, M- Michelle, we were talking about the uh, the lovely uh, Trump uh, audio tape coming out. What was your line there? Well, has, what do we need? I can't take credit for it, but somebody had said we need an oil man in, in the office. Somebody that is crude and unrefined. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could well, take I credit we, for that. Oh, you could. Yeah, it, it, it applies. It's, it's, it's certainly there. You know, it's one of those, I mean, come on. We've talked about this for how many years? You know, we don't get a perfect person running. In this case, we have really not perfect, but we still have a very clear choice. And while the choice may be distasteful, the choice is actually pretty easy to make. Would you agree? I mean, he at least yeah. isn't trying to cover up anything that he's done, which might be a mute point for some people. But it is what it is. He's made these comments. That, you know, it can't be covered up. Just go right. from here. You know, change behaviors, perhaps, but go from here. Yeah, He's not saying 50 times to the FBI. I just don't recall that. Right. You know, I, I just don't recall that. Really? You know, well, that's fu- the, the lawyer in her. One of the funny things, I think, is people say, you know, he's not presidential like John F. Kennedy. Look at all the stuff John F. Kennedy had going on in the background. <laughs> he turned out he wasn't very presidential either. So yeah, Kennedy was was boinking uh, women all over the place. Yes, while he, he was. Married, so. Yes, he was. So, yeah. you know, I mean, give me a break. I'm not sure what presidential or even when you're raising your kids, you know, be a man or, or what does that mean? What is that? Define that for me. Show me. It means well, we don't like you. <laughs> so wait, are we talking no. about so one there. of our candidates or the comp- competition? Yeah, that's right. That's right. We don't like Two you. Two different sets of standards. Okay. Yeah. Really? Okay. Mm. By the time people hear this, for the most part, it's either going on or the debate will be over. And, of course, it's always a two-on-one deal and the moderator and everybody's beating up on One of the things that just drives me crazy is that the media, this is the issue right now. They have to pound Trump with something he said more than a decade ago. And Hillary is saying to Wall Street, you have to have a public position and a private position. She's saying we must all lie to the public. We know what we're all going to agree upon back here. But when we go out in the public, we have to lie about what we're going to do so that we can continue to get elected and get supported. And I mean, and just there it is. She's just telling everybody, I am lying to you. And I'm going to work with these guys in the back room to cut these deals. And I'm going to come out and lie to you. And the media's kind of like, yeah, well, that's fine. Let's talk about uh, these bad words that Donald's using. <laughs> what? I think a harumph is in order. Harumph is right. Harumph. It just makes you nuts. All right, here's the question. Who is most likely to be moved off of their position with this revelation that Trump is lewd, crude, and unattractive? Well, obviously, anybody going to move off of their position? I, well, I, 
No. I mean, you're seeing some people that are dropping, but there are the representatives, you know, or, or Speaker of the House and that type of thing. But I think they're counting on women being more turned mm-hmm. off than anything right. else. Right. But while you can't just pick one issue to be a voter on, and this is what people say, you shouldn't just pick one issue, <laughs> at least, to be a voter mm-hmm. on, if it's that... if that is the most important part of your life or element of who you are and what you do and what you believe in, then, yeah, you can. We can make choices based off of anything that we want to. Mm-hmm. And if yep. they just want to fill us with these things that have been you know, private conversations and, and things that have been taped, I, you know, people say all kinds of things to you, behind well, you. Especially it, when they're not running for office and you have somebody who's been a politician for 30 years and has been very careful about what she says when, but obviously even that's coming out. He, he wasn't running for office. He was just, you know, a TV, basically a TV dude and a uh, real estate developer. Right. And he was all about, at that time, it was funny. It was ratings. It, you know, it, it part yeah. of his ego building, whatever it may have been. But, you know, the facts are the facts. And that's what we have to consider is where are people? And if guns are an important part or... Even if you take the guns out of the equation, if keeping rights are important to you, any right, then there's only one clear path to go. Interesting. Yeah. It's not just guns. If, if keeping rights, if an adherence or respect for the Bill of Rights or the Constitution are important to you, which is kind of, we always end up circling back to it, but it's the judges and the justices. It's the Supreme Court. It's the federal judges. You know, it's who gets to pick those and who do they pick? put in? What kind of judges do they put in? That's everything. I mean, it's just, it's not like that's one of the important things. That really is pretty much everything in terms of what our country will look like in 10 or 20 years. And one of the scariest parts about this is the amount of U.S. voters that will buy into this malarkey. That really concerns me that the, the average person is that stupid. I mean, Assange was, it, it, was it, a it, hero when, when he helped bust Bush, but now mm-hmm. he's, he's the bad guy when he's letting stuff out about the Democrats. Well, just when you talk about the public, remember, there are millions of people who actually know who Kim Kardashian is, you know, when there is no more inconsequential person walking the planet. You know, it's like, really? Do yeah, I mean, it's sad. And so for the for those folks, I'm afraid I just got to say they're going to be easily swayed by the outrage because we love there's a whole thing now about it's. Fun, cool. No, no, that's not it. It's powerful to be outraged. There's power in being outraged. Well, that's just terrible. That's just awful. And it gives you the power to feel like you're superior to somebody. So this whole fake outrage thing that is everywhere now, not just here, but everywhere, is being used by people to say, you know, you should feel outraged about this and you should feel superior to Trump, blah, blah, blah. There's just... There's a whole thing going on here. And those sound bites are delivered at very specific times. That sound bite has been in existence for 10, 11 years. How how many years now? And yet they choose when to release them. And and who released it? The only thing I keep thinking is now, yeah, the debate tonight's important. And Trump will get beat up on it. And he'll probably screw it up because, honestly, that's what he does. He's not great at those things. But it's still 30 days. 30 days is a long time in an election. And there could be three to six more drops like this that could be dropping on Hillary as well. 
So I, I think this thing may even out as far as the outrage factor. The real question is going to be who's going to go to the polls? Who's going to, you know, who's going to stay home disgusted? Who's going to actually get motivated to get there? In dealing with public, people are really disgusted or they're making a purchase because they're in fear of not being able to make a purchase again in six months. Well, the question isn't whether or not you're making a purchase because you can't. The question becomes, why aren't you making a better decision so everyone On a can? Front, yeah. Be proactive instead of reactive, yeah. right? Right. Yeah. I mean, exactly. you know, and and most of the people who listen to this are, are all like, yeah, shaking their heads like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know, but, you know, to get that topic out and it is very uncomfortable to get into political conversations, Jim. I mean, I know you try to be very proactive with that and engage people mm-hmm. in, in their specific ways of going about that instead of Yeah, just... I can show you how to lose all kind of friends. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, don't start off with, hey, dummy. <laughs> Yeah, maybe it's my approach. Uh, it might, might not be the way to go. I don't know. I'm just saying, you know. Just, just saying. I worry about the agencies that, you know, the ATF, the FBI, the uh, DEA. I mean, literally in environmental groups, the Park Service has SWAT teams. I mean, I worry about the use of agencies where nothing has to be done on the congressional level. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, you know, that, and that's where our president really does have some... Some sway. Tell you what, when we go to, we're going to go to a break here. And I want to play, this is just, we did this two or three years ago, just a, kind of a fun thing. When you want to worry about agencies, here you go. It's just, uh, something to worry about. This is Milo Lardbottom, junior under assistant deputy to the assistant director of deputy affairs for the Department of Homeland Security, with a special message for listeners of Tom Gresham's Gun Talk. We know who you are. We know where you are. You're right by your radio. We have special cameras that can see into your radio. I have a special monitor built into my aluminum foil helmet. We are watching you. So don't try anything funny, buster. Want your next gun purchase to be fast and hassle-free? Well, at galleryofguns.com, you can search through thousands of models from our huge firearms inventory. Find a great offer from a local dealer that includes all fees and taxes. And there's no need to arrange a transfer. Gallery of Guns takes a small deposit on your credit card, and your gun will be at your chosen dealer in as little as 48 hours. Plus, your gun will be covered by our guaranteed lifetime replacement warranty. Galleryofguns.com. Search, find, buy. It really is just that easy. If you love to shoot sporting clays, Mossberg has just the gun for you. The new Pro Series Sporting is a full-featured target gun that fits well and points naturally right out of the box. Designed in conjunction with Gil and Vicki Ash of OSP Shooting Schools, the Mossberg 930 was developed to work with you to make clay shooting easier, more consistent, and more enjoyable. This fall, head out to the range and break more clays with the new Mossberg 930 Sporting. Learn more at Mossberg.com. FN handguns bear the DNA of legends, of John Browning, the father of modern firearms, of the artisans and craftsmen who brought his genius to life, of the brave souls who defended our freedom on the front lines for the last hundred years, and the brave souls who defend it on the home front today. FN handguns, the DNA of legends in the palm of your hand. Ask for FN, the world's most battle-proven firearms.
All right, we're back. Uh, just a fun way to get out of the, uh, the into the break, if you will. Jim, I got a question for you. You are now what a week into uh, two two weeks, maybe uh, past your combative shooting class. How has that changed? Because now you've had two weeks to consider it. You're walking around with all this new knowledge. Can you tell any difference? Well, yeah. The first thing I did was buy the wrong holster, which we discussed <laughs> off the, off air. Um, well, and I, would, you, I wouldn't okay, mind talking you, about it again because I think people could learn from my mistake. And you could you, you, well, it may not be a mistake. It's just you bought a, a Blackhawk Serpa holster. Yeah, retention it's holster. The yeah. uh, retention holster. Mm-hmm. And I, okay, I guess the first question is why uh, you using that for concealed carry or for open carry? I'm using it for concealed carry, but um, OWB. Okay, so outside the waistband, but concealed Still carry. Concealed, correct. And what was the thought process that led you to saying I want a retention holster for that? Well, I actually had one for my GT20, and I liked it. But the the big problem I was having is on the uh, in my training, I couldn't reholster because I was using IWB, and it's a real you know real method to reholster so i got kind of tired of messing with that i said i'm going to go outside the waistband and since i had good luck with my other mm-hmm. black hawk i figured i'd stick with you know brand loyalty and try it again mm-hmm. and then you gave me all the reasons why i shouldn't have today and i'm like yeah maybe i should have asked this guy tom who knows a lot about guns before <laughs> i did that but there are a number of top training schools that will not allow a black hawk serpa holster on their range and i've never had a problem with them okay so just let me get that out of the way I, i'm not I've used them. I've not had a problem. But the two problems I hear of, one is that it's got a little button that you push to unlock your gun. If you were to get gr- dirt, grime, a rock or something, you're rolling around on the ground, conceivably something could get stuck in there and you push the button and it won't go in. And, it, you know, I have heard of people that could not, literally could not get their gun out of the holster. That would be bad if you needed it in a hurry. Oh, yeah. And of course, the other thing is, you're pushing on this button with your trigger finger and then coming up with the gun. And we do know that people have shot themselves. Uh, because, and, and I'll be quick to say, the fault of the person who's pulling the trigger. All right, we're, we're clear on that one. But it could be a design that lends itself to that if you haven't trained to the holster. I guess what I would say is, Jim, it's a, there's nothing wrong with the holster but you really seriously have to train with that holster about drawing and keeping your finger straight along the side of the slide mm-hmm. and, you know, all of that. And it's just, it's a different deal. And, you know, just be aware that there have been issues and I would probably call them as much as anything, maybe training issues. But when you go to a different system like that, you almost have to start over with your training. Yeah, I've been, I've been uh, drawn probably 200 times a day with it. And it's also made a lot me. of holes in the wall now. Yeah, lots of holes in the wall. Uh, the way it, this one's designed, my other one, I, I'd have to try it again to see. But on this one, when I hit the release and I pull out the pistol, my finger is on the slide itself, not in the trigger guard. Um, so I don't know if that's different just on this particular model hmm. or just my natural grip is where it should be. I'm not right. really sure. But um, the only issue I've had is, you know, finding the button initially. Um, so that, you know, that's that was the main reason for my practice. But. Yeah, my wife I mean, thinks I'm not walking around the house, you know, but oh well. well you I understand wanting to go to it. <laughs> <laughs> Good point. <laughs> I, I get the OWB outside the waistband. It's more comfortable, especially on a training environment. You definitely want OWB for your training because you're holstering and reholstering a lot. Uh, I don't quite understand the retention aspect when you are concealed carrying because. 
For me, retention is for when you're wearing it openly, so somebody might grab it, and you don't want them to be able to grab it and yank it out of your holster. But if it's concealed, I'm not quite getting the, the why on that. I just, you know, figure if you're in a situation, I guess I didn't think it through from that perspective. I just didn't want anybody else being able to get it from me. Because not every mm-hmm. every situation necessarily goes into grab your gun right away. It may be a, a hand-to-hand thing. It may be something else. And if I'm thrown on the ground, I really didn't want that thing flopping around and popping out was the thought behind it. Okay, I understand. And toward that end, it is... Uh I think it may have been Clint the first time, Clint Smith at Thunder Ranch. He always used to say, all right, put all your gear on now, roll around on the ground, do some somersaults, you know, stand on your head, do it, you know, now look around on the ground and see all that gear that's laid on the ground. That's stuff you're not going to have in a gunfight. Right. And so you do want a holster that will hold that gun in, even if you do a somersault or do a cartwheel or whatever. doesn't have to be a quote-unquote retention holster. It just has to be something that the gun doesn't fall out of. Gotcha. Well, and the other thing is, I'm not up to 50 holsters yet, so I'm, I'm sure next <laughs> but week. But now you're well on your way. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I've dropped the ball. you got to work on it, Michelle. Come <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, come on. <laughs> hey, we had talked about something what? earlier I wanted to touch on, if we have but a moment. What uh, was that? In the past few months ago, we've said it. I mean, I've said it, you've said it, that you know, a, a vote for not voting for Trump is a vote for Hillary. So if you vote for Gary Johnson, you're throwing your vote away. And I, I believe that. I, I strongly believe it. But now there's a lot of people that are really starting to wake up to Clinton that still aren't going to vote for Trump. And if they stay home, I'm not going to be too upset about it. But if they vote if they vote for Johnson as opposed to not voting, I don't see how that's necessarily going to hurt us. Uh, he well, if they stay home, it's the same as no. If they stay home, it's the same as voting for Johnson. Right, that's what uh, I'm saying. So, so if they still want yeah. to vote and they vote for Johnson, it doesn't bother me like it used to months ago, because now it's it's. I don't know, just the perspective for me has changed a little bit. Unless there's enough of them that actually puts that into presidency. Well, yeah, but let's see, even if, if a quarter of the of the mm-hmm. uh, Clinton voters, which isn't going to be that high, but 5%, whatever, said, I, I can't vote for her. She is a scumbag. I get it. But I can't vote for Trump because he's obnoxious. And Oh, I see. You're saying people who would be otherwise be Clinton voters. Mm-hmm. Right. Who right. would move over to Johnson? Okay, I'm, right. I'm so, catching up. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, I mean, if somebody's locked into Trump, great. Somebody's locked into Clinton. They're not moving. But for the, the the people that are like, well, I've supported Hillary and Democrats for years, so but I just can't do it. And based on all the stuff coming out, I I, I can't in good conscience, I can't vote for her. Mm-hmm. But I'll never vote for a Republican. Okay, if you still still got to vote, vote for Johnson. Well, if if you don't want to vote for a Republican, then vote for Trump. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. I mean, really? No He's doubt. about as non-Republican as you can imagine. Well, they've got so many people coming out that are, are high up in the in the Republican Party now saying they can't, they won't endorse him. They can't right. because he's ruining well, their gravy train. Yes, I mean that. And actually, the more we get the Ryan's and uh, John Thunes and all the Republicans who say, "Well, I just can't support him." That just tells me that he is very much not them, and that's that's a good thing, as far yeah. as I'm concerned. Yeah, that's because a, that's in a plus the Republicans column. have look. The Republicans have screwed us every way possible. They fold all the time. They give in. They they support. They kind of mealy mouth gun rights, and sometimes they'll come through, but they're weak, and they have to be whipped into shape every single time. And I, I just. They're not always our friends. We have to make them do the right thing. So I'm just, you know, I'm, well, in- I, I'm very much anti-Democrat, but I'm not really that much pro-Republican. Right. I think sense. there's a lot of us in that same boat. 
But we need to shake up far more than just the presidency. I mean, the Senate, the Congress, these things need to be shaken and, and shaken heavily. We need to replace people. Very specific key players need to be replaced. Well, yeah, and, and they're never going to vote in term limits because it, it limits them. Right. Well, that's really what we need. These, these career politicians got to go. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, we just really have to do a big overhaul. Trump is the overhaul, isn't he? Mm-hmm. That's part of it. <laughs> it's a good start. It's a good start. But I, I guess what I'm saying is I don't want to focus solely on the presidency when you have all these congressmen and senators oh, sure. that are running for new positions. That is just as much of a stronghold and a statement yes. as the presidency yes. is. Mm-hmm. And, and I, I agree. I would, I would love to shake that up. I think at this point, sometimes you have to fight a holding battle. You can't merely advance. And I think right now it's a case of trying to hold the Senate, hold the House, make sure that the Democrats don't get control of it, because especially the Senate, that gives them uh, the ability to ratify the nominations for the Supreme Court. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's really where the action is. And so you go, okay, it's just going to be really simple. Just run down the list and just click on all the R's. Just make sure it's an R. And I realize that that kind of goes against the whole best man or woman for the job thing, and I, I get that, and I'm sorry, but you just you have to be a grown-up about it. You have to say, okay, this is the way it is right now. I can't take action on the way I wish it were. This is just what it is. Foster Campbell is the guy's name. He's a, uh, he's a actually he's a fraternity brother of mine. He's running for Congress in Louisiana. And I told him, I said, dude, you're a Democrat, you know. Good guy. Can't vote for you. Can't support you. You're a Democrat. You just chose the wrong party. Simple as that. Because a vote for you is a vote for Schumer and Pelosi and all the rest of those goons up there. Yeah. What are you going to do? Going to go buy a gun. Something that is, <laughs> is I'm asking our listeners to do here, and this may sound you know overly paranoid, but hey, I've got a rep to keep up. <laughs> In Ohio, we've had a lot of problems with it, and, and I, I don't think any state is immune from it. But as far as the voter fraud stuff, when you cast your ballot, don't just walk away. Look at the paper copy and make sure that it's transferring what you actually voted. We had 30-some cases in Ohio that were people had caught them while they were doing it. And how many cases people really? didn't catch? Yeah, because, you know, you, you push the buttons and you, oh, the thing's printing out. Yeah, I'm sure it's right. Nobody reads the paper thing. I do, but so, so at least on our voting make machines, sure I'm regist- not sure if registered the votes. Yeah, and we don't even get a paper printout at all. Yeah, well, ours, they don't give uh, it to you, but it, it's in the machines, and at least the Diebold machines we use or Diebold machines we use. Right. So you, you, you cast your thing, and at the end of it, it says, you sure you want to do this? Yes, yes, yes. Boom. And then it gives you a printout, and it says, read the printout. Make sure it, you know it's copacetic, huh. but okay. nobody does. Once it's finalized, they just walk away. See, Interesting. Ours okay. is, I think, a receipt tape. Recorded. Yeah, but you don't physically yeah, you, get it, right. but you see it. It's it stays in the machine, but right. it is a, it is a paper print, and that's what they use for recount. So mm-hmm. they have a physical paper copy, but nobody checks it to see. And then a lot of the software stuff they were talking about a couple months back that it's it's you know viruses exist in here. That you you push R, but it. it you know, show R on your screen, but print D on your on your uh, paper receipt, so to speak. So just keep Good an eye point. out. I, I would I would not have thought of that. Just huh. takes a second. But it's amazing yeah. to me in talking with people how many persons have already voted, or they send in their absentee mm-hmm. ballots and requesting their ballots mm-hmm. because you know, and and I don't know good or bad. They're just where they are. And, and they're ready to get done with it and be done with it and, and move on. Right. 
I to, guess. Can you blame them? But no, and I guess to me, it's kind of like a okay, wow, you know. And but <laughs> like we've already said, you know where you are. You aren't going to change regardless of what gets dropped in these next. 30 days or whatever our countdown is now. Maybe what they're doing is saying, I'm going to vote as early as I can, and then I can stop listening to all this. Yeah, yeah tune except it out. you can't. My goodness, the, I know. the TV is horrible. It. Late night TV is just as bad. <laughs> if you didn't want to tune into all the three hours of news, <laughs> it's just... Library card, books, just read, forget yeah. all that food. Maybe when I'm on the range, I'll stop wearing hearing protection. <laughs> <laughs> no, not a good idea. <laughs> Hmm, oh, I don't think my. so. Yeah, no. Not in my range, well, you, you won't. Know, that's right. <laughs> in, a, in a few weeks, we can stop talking about this, like as in about four weeks now. It's coming up really, really fast. Yep. Uh, you know, and I, I got to tell you, if Hillary wins, and at this point, I think there's a pretty good chance she will, if we don't see a doubling or tripling of the NRA membership, that would be the one thing that could stop this. But if we don't see that, if people won't, get on board and get active in it, then what do they say? You get the government you deserve? Yeah, no doubt. And and there it is. So I, I hate it that we'd have to say, would you would have to lose this election so badly to such an awful, terrible, criminal person uh, and hope that that would motivate people because it seems that I'm not sure what else does, honestly. I'm going to, uh, just, just for the sake of being a uh, devil's advocate, I'm going to say that he beats her. I'm going to yeah. be an optimist. Yeah, and I think it's not going to be by a percentage point or two. I think it's going to be by 70 or 80 electoral votes. I'm an optimist. Yeah, no kidding. That would be pretty phenomenal. It would be unprecedented. I have to bet you a box of ammo. uh... (laughs) His choice of what calendar? Well, Reagan Reagan landslided pretty good. Yeah. So it can be done. that would be something. Yeah, I mean, who knows? If we can get the Russians to... No, never mind. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I was thinking when he was talking about the ballots. It's the Russians. I know. My if you tin wear foil your tin hat's foil not hat, that yeah. big. <laughs> it's just, you're wearing it a little bit too tight today is the only thing. It's wear like, your hat when you go a, and vote. And I admittedly it's okay am. okay to wear it, but just don't have it so tight. And admittedly, I'm, I am the most conspiratorial theorist of the group. I'll take that rap. <laughs> you know, of course, the, the, the thing that's great about a conspiracy theory is that the more there is no evidence that it's there, the more you can say, see, it's just a really good cover-up. <laughs> <laughs> Right. You don't see anything about this, do you? Right. <laughs> that's right. No one's ever proved this at all. Then there you go. I'm, that's what I'm talking about. Is it plausible insanity or deniability? It doesn't matter. <laughs> that's right. Either I way. don't care. As, <laughs> as long as there's never been any evidence that this is true, that means it's just a great cover-up. That's right. So there you go. That's our gym. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not far. Trust me. <laughs> he, he, he would he would drink to that if he drank. But you know, what are you going to do? Uh, I just wish oh, that some of, these, some of these things that do come up conspiracy-wise, you know, they, they list a hundred different things that are crazy. You can dismiss 90% of them. But because of that, everybody says, well, the, the whole thing's just a conspiracy. Well, what about the 10% you can't dismiss? So you Nobody a, wants to address those. You need a conspiracy buster, like you have myth busters. Uh, yeah, kind of. <laughs> I need an app that just weeds out 90% of what everybody says, and I just listen to the remaining 10. I kind of like that. <laughs> it's, that's the uh, unsubscribe button on the emails. <laughs> Right. No doubt. <laughs> oh, goodness. Well, we will have another week of listening to this, including the 
the debate, and then the never-ending aftermath and rehash of the debate. Uh, and there will be, you know, before we talk again on this show, there will be two other things that will drop, no doubt. Mm-hmm. And we're off to the races again. So here we are. And we, you know what? We got to focus. We just have to keep our focus and say, this is really simple. She's awful, and he's just uncomfortable. Yeah. So I, I can go with that. I can go with uncomfortable. Yeah, I guess if I got to go... Between a murderous hack and a megalomaniac, I'm going with a megalomaniac. Well, and if it, if it's a moral compass, like I said, he at least is not denying the fact of what yeah. he has done. He, there's no cover-up. There's no scandal. There's there's nothing about it. But he used bad language. Oh, come on. And he's not giving me his tax no. return. <laughs> he, he, he should just come out and say, look, I'm a let. Let's get over that, okay? Next. <laughs> Next. Well, That's right. I think just vote what's important. But vote. It is. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Be safe. Tell your friends about the Gun Talk After Show, a more informal setting featuring Tom, Michelle, and Jim commenting on topics that are important to you. Available on iTunes and other podcatchers and the Gun Dealio smartphone app for iPhone and Android.